Forgotten Flicks, episode 98. Friend, blink. Well, mister, you scare me too. You will scream with terror. Hey, you had a dream. Just a nightmare. Wonderfully rotten corpse grinders and flesh-eating fiends. Your old pal Agas the Ghoul here from the vast outback of Sierra Fleefy region of southwestern Ohio, welcoming you to the 2013 Spooky Flicks Fest from Forgotten Flicks. Whoa, that's a mouthful of F's. Ah, the 50s. A time when mother wore pearls and father knew best. A time when life seemed, well, just about damn perfect. As long as you're a white kid living in the suburbs, that is. <laughs> in tonight's pernicious parable, you'll learn what really made mom's meatloaf so special, why dad may have brought home more than just the bacon, and what really went down during those wild and crazy bridge games at the neighbor's house. You'll get all that and so much more in this movie, Paris, from 1989. I love this film. It's a great one. Enjoy, and until next time, this is your old pal, A. Ghoul from the Ghastly Movie Show saying, insert maniacal laughter. Oh, wait, that's, that's a cue. Welcome to Spooky Flicks. Fast, 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 fast. This is where I'll add in a cool filter sound effects, guys. 2013. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, thirteen. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Welcome to Forgotten Flicks. And as you may have guessed, or, or not really, because only like four people even care about this besides us. But still, as you may have guessed, it is, in fact, the 2013 Spooky Flickist. I am Joel, joined <laughs> as always by that fearsome freak filled with foibles I like alliteration furry and he's furry furry, furry fearsome freak J- full of foibles Jason <laughs> it is my favorite favorite time of year at least for the last three years it has been my favorite, favorite <laughs> it's time the of most year. wonderful time of the year oh this has by far taken over Christmas for me this is our third yes folks count it third year of yes. the October spooky Flicks fest and I have never been more excited for us to kick off uh, this Halloween season because I am <clears throat> very excited about the movies we're gonna cover and this and the people we're gonna have on and the stuff we're gonna have it's gonna be Fan-damn-tastic. So, indeed. And in speaking of people, we have on with us, Jason. Are we not alone? We are not. Well, you know, we're never alone, Jason. <laughs> we are joined this evening. Well, we're whenever you're listening to this, we're joined this morning. <laughs> this morning, this or, morning, or or in his case, in the middle of the damn night, <laughs> early in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are joined by the one and only Peter. Don't call me Swedish because I'm not from there originally, Nielsen. Welcome, sir. Yes. Woo, I need like a cheering sound effect. That's what I need. Welcome much. back. Gosh, it seems like we just talked 
Yeah. Well, wait, wait. Yeah, we kind of we, we did actually. He was on last 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 episode. I know in our, yeah. in our bonus featurey episode about Beastmaster. Featurey. Yeah. The master of beasts. Yes, the master of beasts. <laughs> yep. So, Peter, how are you? This fine, fine morn for you. Uh, it's still in the middle of the night. What? Give me a few hours, and it'll be morning. What time is it? Two. Okay. Let's see if we can bring up the sun together, my friend. That's good. <laughs> you have you have your coffee ready. Is all I got to know. Well, I have half a mug left of a whole pot, so I'm good. Oh, you're good oh. to go. Good, good, good. Oh. Jason's yeah. on some kind <clears throat> of prescribed medication, and I'm me. That's- so <laughs> <laughs> you need prescribed medication. Yes. Well, I do. I take it in the morning, though. So by now, it's worn off. Thank God. <clears throat> so actually, we couldn't be more ready. Yes, that's right. Well, of course, as you learned from the opening. Hopefully, because I've hopefully edited by the time this comes out. <laughs> you have learned that we are covering our first motion picture, our first terrifying, utterly horrifying movie is Parents from 1989. A film so frightening. So horrific. So horrific that Roger Ebert once called it, I believe, depraved and deplorable. Both? I, I'm pretty oh, sure oh, wow. you may have covered both. Yeah. Yeah, that was it was fun to find the Siskel and Ebert bit where Siskel actually liked it, which he hated horror movies even more than Ebert did. So mm. it's kind of interesting to hear them go back and forth on this one. So without further ado, would you gentlemen like to hear the trailer for parents? Oh, followed please. by the currently non existent terrifying spoiler alert. <laughs> both, please. Oh, yes. Well, yes. Yes. Coming soon, Randy Quaid, Mary Beth Hurt, Sandy Dennis, and director Bob Balaban bring you a fresh look at family life. The Lemley family is moving up in the world. Rise and shine! But something is eating at young Michael Lemley. You're not scared of your room, are you? Michael, the cellar's dark. Everything's dark at night. His parents think Michael's problem is in his head. But Michael knows it's on his plate. What are we eating? Leftovers, honey. Leftovers from mom. <laughs> from the refrigerator. We have leftovers every day since we moved here. I'd like to know what they were before they were leftovers. Before that, they were leftovers to be. There's a new name for terror. Parents. <laughs> Bedtime. Help me. Help me. Spoiler alert, please. <laughs> that was terrifying. That was so terrifying. That was awesome. That was awesome. It was. It really so scary. Really was. Did, did it blow your mind? It kind of blew my mind. It blew something it did out through my ear so so jason (laughs) i say we cut directly to the the bone here let's just cut right through the meat slice through it fry that sucker up up. just a big hunk of hunk of meat here and just take a bite out of it and get right into the synopsis what do you think 
I, I think we should definitely just slice right in with the sharpest blade we can. Uh, so this is pretty much the story of of um, young Mr. Uh, Lemel. Lemel's what they called him. That was his last name, right? Yeah, I think so. Lemel's Michael uh, is our primary character. Uh, he's a kid. I'd say he's what eleven. 12? Well, he's sixth grade, so yeah. so yeah, twelve-ish, twelve twelve-ish, yeah, twelve-ish. Okay, twelve-year-old kid uh, in the fifties, nineteen fifties. We don't really get a year, and nope. we don't get a lot of detail. Uh, moves to a new town with his parents, who are somewhat strange. Uh, they eat a lot of meat. The boy has a lot of nightmares, and. Uh, you won't want to eat after watching this movie. No, I take that back. You'll want to be vegetarian after eating this yeah, movie. That, so. That's for sure. I um, actually got hungry after watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So it's it's really, we follow our hero Michael throughout this. Uh, his parents are Randy Quaid, who plays his dad, Nick, and uh, Mary Beth Hurt plays his mom, uh, Lily. And then there's kind of a two other I guess I want to call them secondary characters mm -hmm. in uh, the school counselor who is uh, played by Sandy Dennis. Mm -hmm. um, and then his uh, um, friend. Uh, no, no. Special girlfriend. Yeah, his girlfriend. Uh, no, maybe that was Millie. No, Millie is Sandy Dennis. Yeah, that's Sandy Dennis. Sheila, right? yeah. Sheila was the friend. Oh, that's right. Sheila yeah. was his his special girlfriend who was just a girl in his class who was really weird. Um, so they're sort of in it but for the most part it's following michael and his parents mm -hmm. and their odyssey uh through a truly fucked up 50s how's that <laughs> That's well, it, that would pretty much sum it up were you were you were you going to were you going to touch on who the director was uh yes and it was directed which we heard in the trailer bob balaban uh who has got quite a quite a resume by of other stuff as well we'll talk about that later mm -hmm. but um, and it was uh, written by Christopher Hawthorne, um, who's done uh, a handful of other stuff. But when your first credit is uh, most well-known credit is Parents, um, <clears throat> that's – yeah, that's that's his number one credit. But I was like, oh, maybe somebody really you know, different, somebody big just did this. this I, uh, yeah. but, the way yeah, I look I at it is it's bigger than my credits. <laughs> Dude. That is true. So that's the synopsis. Um, I will say before we get into any discussion on it, um, this is one of the most difficult movies that we have had to find to watch. So you and I okay. talked about doing this movie because we looked up a whole ton of movies for Spooky Flicks Fest. We, and correct me here, we spent weeks literally talking about all the movies we wanted to cover this year. And I'd like to point out, folks, this is the best we could come up with. Yes. No. <laughs> but we wanted to try and find things that were not Yeah, that was the problem. Games, yes. And things we hadn't seen in a while, but things that were relative uh, from, the from the point of maybe they had somebody famous in mm -hmm. them or something um, from our time frame, which we'd set, you know, a long time ago. So this was one that we said, oh, this looks great. You know, we've heard about it. We mm -hmm. maybe haven't seen it in a while. Randy Quaid. Yes, definitely. And then we went to find it to watch. Uh, so two things. One, uh, this is nowhere that I could find in most areas except for online rental, uh, which is how I watched it. Mm -hmm. But it's, it is also among those uh, movies that seems Netflix feels necessary to pull off air 
You know what? Right before Halloween. Because they yeah, pull you know, off you know what? a ton of Halloween what's movies. A, what's what? that, Peter? What? I I was actually surprised. The, 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 I don't mean, the European Netflix. That's where I watched it. Really? Yeah, on they, the they had, yeah. I think, didn't they have it on instant yeah. in the American one, Jason? Yeah. Yeah, they did. And then they pulled But then it. for some reason, this happened to us last year as well. They pulled off a whole bunch of Halloween movies like a month and a half before Halloween. So well, it makes perfect sense. The time when oh, people would oh, want to oh. be watching all of those things and using your service and watching your movie if you're the, the people talking behind about you. you and yeah, giving- I mean, talk about your movies, which makes them want to watch your other. Why would you want them to do that? Hmm. <laughs> Maybe next year. Try not telling them what movies you're going to watch. I think that's the I problem. Know. That really is the problem. Yeah. There's some that know. executives listen to us. Yeah, so. they they know. We let the cat out of the <laughs> bag too early. We're gonna we, we're gonna fuck up their spooky flicks fest. Yeah. Oh, oh, they want to use Flix F L I X in their name. Oh, cute guys. We'll show you. Bold. <laughs> rip us off, will you? No, I'm just kidding. Netflix. We would never rip you off. <laughs> no, Actually, I would Netflix. say in not a Netflix. weird. In a weird twist, the movie that's been the hardest to track down, and let's just say hypothetically, one of us might have procured a copy in a um, legal uh, manner. In in a somewhat um, legal manner. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was Phantasm. Yeah, I, I was surprised at this. I Phantasm, the one that is probably yeah. the biggest. I would. I mean, it's cult still, but <laughs> the, the biggest name probably of all the movies we're doing this flick fest. That was the hardest one to get. Yeah, I. I that was a tough. <laughs> but. Uh, this is a little more obscure, a little less known, and so this is a little tougher to track down. But uh, trick, so, or, anyway. trick or treat, actually, because if Hammond hadn't given me a copy of that, I don't think we would have found that one at all. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's somewhere. But no, that that was another one that was pulled off. Oh, of uh, course it was. <laughs> Never yeah. mind. But I had already purchased a copy of that, so I'm good with that. Oh, okay. Anyway, so parents. <laughs> oh, is that, uh, is that what we're talking about? Oh, okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I wanted to ask before we get started, Peter. Yeah. Have you seen, did you see this uh, in the time frame when it first came out, either in the theaters or shortly after? Nope. Didn't. Hmm. Is this the first time you've watched it? Uh, Yeah, actually, yeah. I watched it Friday or Saturday. First time. First time. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Joel, is this the first time? What was that, Peter? You broke up a bit at the end. Yeah, and I watched it tonight too, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> you, are, you are dedicated to the cause, my friend. Okay, well, for me, I was very much aware of it because around this time period is when I was getting pretty hot and heavy into uh, the, yeah. the 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 Fangoria magazine, and <laughs> and I remember they did a. I, I'm pretty sure they did a cover on it. I, I also, do you remember Gore Zone? Did they have that your way, Peter? You read Gorzo? Yeah, if, if you, yeah, if you buy, buy, bought it from America, yeah, I have yeah. both uh, Fangoria and Gorzo here at home. So yeah, I have still a couple old issues of that somewhere, and I, they, I don't know if they covered it or not, but I because re- it's not actually that gory, but there were. I remember it being talked about. There was all. It was also around this time there was a couple other. Cannibal- Didn't Fangoria covered it? What's that? Didn't Fangoria cover it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they did. So I was very much aware. And when we, do you remember when they would always do the movies on demand? But back in the late '80s, early '90s, so they would, they would play, you know, the one movie oh back to back to back to back. (laughs) Yes. Remember? Okay. Was run this time because remember the Lord of the Flies because that was that came out the same year, 
and Pet Cemetery, and there was this one and a couple other ones that they were always on, and you could just sit there and watch the on-demand channel, and they would just play the trailers over and over again for all these different movies. <laughs> yes, so, yes. <laughs> so I, I and I remember this trailer and I remember this movie that way, but other than that, nope, this was also my first time. Yeah, I mean, I've read about it, but uh, never seen it. Yeah. And Jason? Wow. Jason? Jason, yeah. <laughs> Well, as we've talked about before, uh, I definitely, I mean, I had no aversion to horror movies as a teen, but that was just not my space. I was much more into sci-fi and things and, uh, and uh, elves and yeah. and D &D. No, I really didn't. How many and hit points do you get Jay in a game? <laughs> uh, I'm Son, game you, <laughs> you wish I was that cool because I wasn't even in the D and D crowd. Yeah, they were so, like, yeah, I was oh, in "We can't let that Godzilla guy in. He will crowd. ruin. He will ruin our rep." <laughs> I was in the Godzilla crowd. That was all of me. Uh -huh. uh, okay. The party of me. But the movie, all of me. It was a. It oh, was we were just talking party. about that the other day. <laughs> we were. <laughs> no, I, I was not in the fantasy, but I wasn't in the horror. I wasn't really in the horror space either. Um, but. When we talked about this, I looked it up. I love Randy Quaid. I think he uh, he's a very cool actor, very cool character actor. And to think of him in this style of movie, because it is very much a 50s stylized they, on purpose. They, no matter what you guys came down on that, they nailed it. Oh, yeah. yeah and that coming kidding. from three guys who did not grow up in the 50s. Yeah. But it well, was yeah. Very... Sure, Jason, whatever. <laughs> cover, cover yourself now. Shut the hell up no so <laughs> how the um, hell old am i then <laughs> <laughs> the war of northern aggression <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i invented that shit <laughs> <laughs> i get it a history joke i love it <laughs> god damn it if i could get up with this chair i'll show you a thing too <laughs> no, this was absolutely the first time I'd even heard of this movie when we started talking about it months ago. Uh, and this is the first time I've seen it. Um, and so what I did was I, I read about it. I looked it up. I did my mm -hmm. research. And then the night I was going to watch it, uh, the rest of my family was going to watch something else out in the other room. So we kind of did that dividing of the kids. <laughs> now, normally... Uh, yeah, when we do that, normally I get the uh, my two older teenage, almost adult uh, daughters who love watching horror flicks with me. Uh, they elected for the other, and my eight and ten year old said, <laughs> "Oh, we want to watch it with you." Perfect. They could relate to the protagonist. <laughs> so, so I did one of those. Okay, <laughs> and I held the remote in my hand, ready to pause at any moment. Um, but uh, yeah, so my eight and ten year old watched this with me from beginning to end. Really? Uh, hmm. Yes. <laughs> Have they slept yet? Uh, yes. Uh, one of them. <laughs> neither of them woke up with nightmares. One of them said, "Yeah, I'm not very hungry right now." <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, no, I'd never seen it before. So okay, I'd never seen wow. it in theaters. Didn't even heard of it before. Interesting. So. Interesting. So we're three cherries then. If totally. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. I think this is one of the few times that neither Joel nor I have ever seen a movie we're covering before we actually covered it. Yeah, so, well, for, well, for any yeah for any show we've ever had on Forgotten Flicks, and I, certainly for the Spooky Flicks Fest, because I'm absolutely. I, I think we had seen at least. I wouldn't even say hadn't you seen almost every movie that we had covered. 
I think Monster oh, yeah. Squad. Was Monster Squad the first time you had seen it? No, I've seen it before, but it'd been a long, okay. long time. Everything else I'd seen, you know, many times, although maybe not very recently. I don't think I'd ever seen the um, Night of the Living Dead remake. The remake, okay. I saw the original, but when we did it with Daryl Taylor that yeah. first year, yeah. we covered both. Okay. I don't think I'd seen the remake. So this is one of the few uh, that... Oh, wait, Stepfather. <laughs> had you seen Stepfather before? Did we do no, Stepfather? but you've seen that. Oh, wait, do we do Stepfather and Spooky Flicks Fest or is that a non-Spooky oh. Flicks Fest? No, that was a regular. No, that was no, a regular one. Never mind. Regular one. That was I, a Jules Sholden love fest. <laughs> that, yeah, I pretty much just want any excuse at all to bring that movie up. And <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're <laughs> off our streak. We talked about that movie in almost every episode for like... 15 episodes. That's true. We need to bring back the classics. (laughs) So this is a fascinating uh, study because the three of us have never seen it. Yes. They're all. No, I do not. And it's fitting, actually. It it is. Yes. Because between. uh, That's what I told you. Compared to you two, I'm I'm single. (laughs) (laughs) But. uh, And I have I have three young. I have three young children. Uh, Peter has. Five. Five. And, and Jason, you have five. So, yeah, oh, dude, that's kids. 13. <laughs> we have 13 kids between us. Oh, that's perfect. Yep. Um, but the three of us are also very well versed in the horror genre, especially the 80s horror genre. Mm-hmm. So yep. this I thought I wondered if you guys had ever seen it because I thought it would be a perfect uh, cross section of all three of us. You know what we thought of of this movie going into it because I I know Bob Balaban and I know who he is but I didn't know you know him I well I, yeah wow hook us <laughs> up dude bar mitzvah. come on what are you talking about no <laughs> <laughs> I know who he is but I didn't yeah. I didn't actually know he was a director <laughs> so I you know, know what? his acting credits not till I looked him up now for the for the movie. I've only seen him in movies, so I never thought he directed anything. Right, that's the same with me. I just thought he yeah. was uh, uh, an actor because I, I've seen him in a lot of stuff, but I didn't know he was in anything. Uh, he directed a lot. Now apparently, he's. I did look him up after, and he did a lot of TV stuff. Yeah, uh, where he directed a lot of TV stuff. Uh, he did some a lot of other features too, but primarily he did uh, television directing. But still, this is not a big movie. The budget was three million. According to IMDb, it only grossed 870, 870,000, that is, uh, in the U.S. So mm-hmm. no international uh, data, but it didn't – it was a low-budget movie and didn't even make back its uh, production cost. But um, so perfect film for us to cover to kick off Spooky Flicks Fest. So I say we open the door to I our – yeah. What's that? I, I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> to, to our to our guest and and give him the floor and let's see, Peter. <laughs> yeah. How, what did you think about parents? In general, or the movie? Uh, whatever <laughs> your baggage oh, is, uh, yeah. you can keep that in the a, at the door. I, I meant the movie. Get comfortable, yeah, son. Of course. Tell me what you think about your parents. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you mind if I smoke? <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, talking about her. You know what I have in my? Uh, what the hell was up with her? Yeah. You know yeah. what I wrote? Well, you know what I wrote and underlined. Booze hag. <laughs> you guys know who she is, right? Sandy Dennis, yeah. the actress. Yeah. Do not. You will not mention that movie. What? The out of towners. Okay. You can mention. You can mention that one. You mention that movie. Yeah, and God told me to. 
Oh, well, that, well, that's right. Okay, yeah, I forgot she was in that. Yeah. What was the one no, you didn't want her to want him to? Movie pigs, Jason. You have to. Oh, leave. I think I. I, I it, oh, it, wait, gotcha. hey, Jay, hey, Peter, is it for nineteen eighty eight? No. No. Leave it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'll find out. We'll find out. Okay. Yes, but so anyway, she's a very famous actress. <laughs> she she's been in in a lot of film and TV, and she's actually a really good actress. This is towards. She passed away in nineteen ninety two. So yeah, this is just not a, long after. And she was only fifty. And she was not only long. fifty. Yeah. She was only in her early fifties when she made this movie. Yeah, yeah, too young. Mm. But she was actually great in it. Creepy though, but uh, very and, and creepy. Weird. Did you see the shots when the the mother was in talking about Michael? Did you did you notice how big the desk looked when oh, she yeah. was sitting in the? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. And a gigantic purse. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, you mean you mean this? <laughs> hey guys, you mean this scene? I wonder, could you tell me, do Michael and his father have uh, a close relationship? Very close. that scene what kind of things do they do together oh many things <laughs> like what oh that's hard to say <laughs> i would just i would have to say many things and and just leave it at that <laughs> do mary beth hurt was phenomenal <laughs> i have got to say that was one of my favorite scenes it was a great scene which is funny because that's the scene ebert pointed out that one of the reasons why he didn't like the movie <laughs> Really? Yeah, he just said he said he just found it to be too just odd and and off kilter, and he just couldn't handle the the. He found it too dark that there was nothing humorous yeah, to it. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's I don't know a, a creepy humor to it. Yeah, just look yeah. at Randy. You never never know if he's is he gonna explode or and he would. I would say the acting in this movie was I thought it was really good, and and the, the little girl Sheila. There's a few times, oh, a few times the ADR, you know, the, the, when they replaced the dialogue because maybe it was too windy out or it was too many noises. And so they had the actors come into a studio and re-record. You can tell that yeah, the audio yeah. was not recorded on location. So her, there was a few scenes when she and Michael were walking out of the school, the ADR yeah. was so bad. Oh yeah. But, but in a way I, I thought it kind of fit the, it did kind of, but you know, the, in a, yeah. whether it was intentional or not, it but did have weird. that. Yes. It did have a, a an otherworldly. Uh, you yeah. know, almost nightmarish quality to it. But I thought just some of yeah. her reactions to things were so honest. Yeah. And just yeah. real. Like yeah, the, the acting is, and this is, it's so it's supreme more or less. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know what, the, the little, uh, the little boy, mm -hmm. Michael, mm -hmm. what the, the, the actor, Brian, Brian Midorsky. Yeah. That's his only movie. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, always and makes me want to know. I always want to know why. I, not because of yeah. any kind of judgment on the guy. I mean, I, you, maybe you just it was a one-off thing. The parents, oh, you could do this one yeah. movie, but that's it. Uh, but <laughs> you, you're in a movie, whether bombs or not. I mean, the kids starred in a movie, and to like do yeah. nothing else, no commercials, no, no, nothing, nothing. Uh, uh, wonder what he's doing today. Yeah. And if he looks back and uh, on this and say, "Damn, why didn't I want why?" <laughs> Why didn't I do more? Or or, or, or why did I do that? <laughs> so, yeah. well, I actually um, in in prep for this, I thought I thought he looked familiar. Uh, I don't, just the boy's face, and I thought, oh, what what else has he been in? And I and I saw that in, on IMDb, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. So I looked him up elsewhere. Nothing. Wikipedia, nothing. I mean, it literally is just mm -hmm. like he just, just disappeared. Dis yeah. Just uh, I know where he is. 
Sheila invited him to her home on the moon. Mm. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's very true. Can I come stay at your house? And she just said, mm, yeah. yeah. That whole conversation. Yeah. yeah that, was, that was the ADR conversation. The Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he played, I mean, he did a fantastic job of his whole presentation of just being the, not having seen this at all. And I did not read any mm-hmm. synopsis of it. Like mm-hmm. I, I tried to go into it, not knowing anything about the movie, except the trailer, mm-hmm. which as you pointed out, Joel, at one point, the trailer makes it seem a little bit more like it's going to be a, and we picked this because we always pick at least one like horror comedy. Uh, we did uh, uh, killer clowns from outer space last year. You mm-hmm. before we did, um, Monster Squad. House. And Monster, uh, Monster Squad. Squad. That's yeah. right. Monster Squad. Yeah. So we no, always try. Monster Squad wasn't on the Spooky Flicks Fest. Yes, it was. No, that w- no, it wasn't. It was no. Goonies. Nope. It was our Goonies. Uh, no. Monster Squad. Goonies it- wasn't either. Nope. No, no, no. The creeps. But I mean, Monster Squad was our double feature with Goonies. We talked about yeah, those yeah. back to back. But House was our. We, we talked no, about I don't house. think House was spooky. This is just pathetic. Where the guys that did it. <laughs> Peter's <laughs> yeah. schooling us. He's like, uh, guys. <laughs> uh, no. You know what this is like? Night of, the, Night of the Creeps, wasn't that? Yeah, the, we did, the, yeah with you. We, oh, we did, right. we did yeah, Night of the Creeps with you. That was comedy but, thing, yeah. No, was that the but, one we did as a comedy? Well, we did Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I remember that. That was, that was a work yeah. yeah. This yeah, is like those like, moments when the, when the author is in the convention or something and one of the fans of the book comes up and starts so when you did this and the guy's looking i'm like i have no idea what the hell you're i've blacked that out years ago yeah so (laughs) but anyway we pick a horror comedy so we kind of chose this based on our understanding what the movie was and the trailer makes it out to be like it's much more of a much light much more lighthearted than it actually yes. is yeah it kind of makes fun and it kind of has has fun with that 50s vibe the very june and ward cleaver uh persona mm-hmm. but it was not and the and the michael uh character was definitely not that kind of funny straight man he was a depressed kid who throughout this movie for me, not having seen anything about it, I seriously thought up till the end, he was going to turn out to be the serial killer and his parents were normal. J- Jason, all J- of this Jason. was in his freaking mind. Jason, can I be honest with you? Yes. I love you so much. <laughs> no, let me explain something to you, my friend. I actually have it written down. My theory of this movie is even with the ending. That's what this movie is. And yes. I, I have I have I have actual evidence to back myself up on this, <laughs> that this whole movie is in that kid's head. Yes. And he killed his parents in the end. You got your spoiler at the beginning, people. You should know by now. And <laughs> and and that but that this was his way of dealing and and rationalizing what he did and the setup at the end with with the grandparents, all that. I I think it all fits. This kid is this is about this fledgling serial killer in 1950s America, a la Ted yep. Bundy or something. Okay. Yep. Yep. And that's my, that, uh, yeah, I have this whole, I have this whole crazy conspiracy theory. But I anyway, agree. Yep. Wow. I, I thought, I thought for sure I was so ready you for you to give me shit. I was ready for the, I was for, oh, come on, man. We're how, look, they found a body. No. The, the, the guidance counselor. No. Because think about it. You was- never saw who killed the guidance counselor. Did you? No. No, and that's no, what, that's that's part of what reinforced it for me. Yep. Um, because the whole buildup, even before the guidance counselor, so everything the guidance counselor was like what three quarters into the movie when she gets killed, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's so almost at the end. For that, it's almost to the end. I mean, it's even, almost at the end, yeah. Yeah. So everything up to there, you really don't see anything. Mm-hmm. The only gore you even see is he has a couple of nightmares. One, he lays in his bed and he falls into a, a bathtub of blood kind of thing, and that's a nightmare. Then he has another nightmare where he goes out and you know sees something. And then, of course, he has the real, which we think is his real uh, walking out to get a drink and sees mom and dad. But that really wasn't bloody in the actual scene they were showing but when he remembers it but when he remembers when he remembered it, it yeah yes they're covered in blood uh-huh. now as we follow dad and and we're still because again we're following michael this whole time which is what led me to believe mm-hmm. that this could all be in his mind when we go to dad's work mm-hmm. dad's work is he's coming up with chemical weapons and how they impact human beings mm-hmm. and doing tests on their organs they never actually show him stealing anything from nope. there. Because at one time when no. the kid's hiding in the in the morgue, it, you as far as you know, he's just going down there to get it for a test. Doing his work. Yeah. He's just yes. weird yeah, the whole exactly. week. But our perception yeah. of him, him being weird is because the kid thinks he's weird. Yep. And then the whole idea that uh, every time they go to eat meat, mm-hmm. they never actually in the film make the never. connection that that meat might be uh, human meat. Because the whole trailer makes you think that the parents are cannibals and that the kid is kind of caught in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. And there's this quirky thing. Now the actual movie is, it's just this kid's really dark, very uh, crazy manic depressive kind of Well, not even manic depressive, just depressive, uh, odd Mm -hmm. journey of trying to reconcile what's going on with his parents. And he suspects something the entire time, which is what led me to believe that he was actually doing it. Now, when the guidance counselor, who is the only person other than the parents that we see die, mm-hmm. okay, which we don't even see her die, but we assume she does. see her get hit in the head. Right. She, yeah. She's in the kitchen. She mm-hmm. goes in that little pantry. The door slams behind her, and all you see is gloves. And then something starts stabbing through right at her midsection. Mm-hmm. Now, that's about kid level. And then when they now they do show a little clip of dad driving out and driving into the the driveway as it's happening or right before it happens. But I think that was a setup to make you think it was dad. And then she, of course, you just see a shot of her head turn around and a golf club in the face. And then what do they do? They do it. They do this. They really jump cut to them. Grilling barbecue. Yeah. Oh man. So that's the implication being, oh, they cooked her. But here's the thing. I even question if she was even there. Ever, I, I, I'm wondering to yeah, what that, you, that was just a just a, um, a dream vision of his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then like the um, the ending with the way the parents died and everything. I think the only part that was real is the house blowing up because that's the only part that anybody would be able to. Yeah, you know, possibly you just see him run away, flash of white light. Now he's back at his grandparents' house, and they don't ever act like this kid's been through a recent trauma. Even you know what I mean? Like there's never yeah. this sense of. It's just like, oh, you know, his dad, and they speak of him. And yeah. The whole thing was just very weird. And can you imagine? Can you imagine uh, the whole scene in the cellar where his dad is crawling around, uh, well, ripping the cellar apart? How how much uh, would that affect a kid? Oh yeah, actually? yeah. But they ne- they never play up that. Oh, and I do oh, love. So, I do are love. You tired? You want to go to bed? Now yeah. I, I'm just gonna tell you guys right now. I found this movie disturbing as hell. <laughs> <laughs> But I freaking loved it because it's the kind of movie that has all this potential 
to dig apart and and like look at the symbolism of things like for instance the kid early on it was a great creepy ass moment with the dad and again they play in the trailer for laughs where the father says you know it's it's you know it's dark in the cellar yeah it's dark you know the only place where you, you know you don't want it to be dark and that's when he points at his head and starts laughing yes. and but but think about it what saves the kid whether it's in his head or not in the end it's it, the dark it's the dark it's him hiding yeah. in the dark and yep. it, it's like little things like that it's like this is actually a really friggin' smart movie oh yeah and, and I'd have to say, I feel exactly the same. It was very much darker than I thought it would be. Much more disturbing. From like this the, movie makes Heathers look like a damn <laughs> Disney. It was. Yeah, it does because this one, it, it, there's an underlying creepiness that you you can, you when you laugh, it's more or less yeah, like, nervous Yeah, laugh. it's more like a, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are, there are fun moments, and many of them come from Randy Quaid, but that man is so... Oh, Did man. you catch oh. the score, by the way, in certain like the moment where he's talking about you hate me? If you listen to the music, and I think even when he comes to talk to him about the dark, it's reminded me. Remember those real discordant musical cues in Black Christmas with the piano, where it almost sounds like somebody's yes. just bang. It had that yeah. same yes. or the shining, even like it just had that same quality yes. to it. Now, I'll say one of the things that I loved loved about this movie is. The, the perfect balance between the really dark uh, kind of sadistic nature of not letting you in on everything that's going on yeah. and feeling like you're on that ride with that peppy 50s music. The I mean, hearted, yeah. Yes, it's, it was a perfect. fantastic mix. Yeah, it was perfect. Perfect. It was a lot like, and I hate to keep going back to the Disney stuff, but if you ever been to like Tower of Terror at, at Disney at uh, either Disneyland or, or or Walt Disney World, it's one fresh. Oh, I'm giving I'm giving you a, a score to go along with you. Know. Thank you. You go into this haunted 1930s feeling hotel, and they're playing like normal music from the time period, but is such a perfect balance and it adds such a level of creepiness to oh yeah normal music playing while people are frying up what could be human organs <laughs> and it just it is it's a lot like what would happen if ward and june cleaver were uh bloodthirsty psychopaths that nobody knew about yeah and With and, and i think to the point peter made earlier about the desk in that scene in the office, there were certain shots and moments that yeah. had this Kubrickian vibe to me, like a like a Stanley Kubrick shining yeah. kind of just creepiness. But the the word the name that I don't even know why it didn't occur to me, but totally fits this movie. David Lynch, yeah, Blue Velvet, you know that yeah. that sort of fifties yeah. vibe in that movie. It definitely had this David Lynch weird like the night just the nightmare of reality that you don't know what's real. You don't know what's yes. in this kid's head. It, you know, it could all be made up at any point. There could have been some dwarf that walked in who sounded like he was talking in reverse, but wasn't actually. So everything yeah. he says is like this. Yeah. You know, yeah. Stuff and like who, that. Who did the, who did the orchestral score for this movie? Um, did you know? Jonathan <laughs> Elias. Yeah. And no, I'll talk about that not, later. Not, not the orchestral score. The orchestral score was made by Angelo Badalamenti. Oh. Who did, who did the score for? Now we're talking about David Lynch. I hold on. I'm Twin Peaks. Oh, well, there you go. Oh. So he knew what he was, what he was doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because and you actually brought that up before, uh, Joel, when you mentioned it. This is kind of a Twin Peaks kind of vibe to it with that 
very it's the, it's the picture perfect uh, yeah uh, uh, kilter something. yeah yeah because look at the the home it's it's spotless yeah and i'll tell you what it the set design in this movie guys am i i mean it's awesome it was great uh, it was fantastic it was fantastic yeah and, and you know something is going on, something gruesome is going on, mm-hmm. but you can't see it in the home because it's just spotless. The only the only place that's actually not perfect is uh, Michael's room with the crack in the yep. ceiling. That's it, true. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't really look... Uh, it's, yeah, it think about bad. it. It's like his reality is cracking. And this is what I love about yeah. this movie. Is there's like smart under the surface yeah. shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> And something for me that indicates uh, the, the big quality of a movie is whether or not they go for the low-hanging fruit. And I mean that in a bad way. So this could have very easily been down the road of a, a simple story, abusive parents who were psychopaths, but they never actually did that. I mean, every time they showed, like, they did, what, two or three different scenes with uh, uh, Randy Quaid and Mary Beth Hurt when they were outside at the grill. Mm-hmm. And they're literally on this little Weber that's overfilled with meat. And Randy Quaid's just there with one of those long uh, spice shakers. Just yeah, spice like, shakers. She'd shake. And she'd look yeah. and spray. And they'd stare at it. Mm-hmm. But they never actually gave that away. So this is such a mind screw uh-huh. that they never give the whole story away as you're riding through. You don't know this, the really easy stuff. They don't explain everything. They don't, you know, they're not abusive. No. They're not in the whole time. I think, I think she actually uh, that the scenes between uh, Michael and his mother is uh, she loves him. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. It's yep. just well, his dad might be a bit on the weird side though. But, and, but was so, it because and, he was weird, and Michael, or because Michael too, or was yeah. it because that's how the kid perceived him? Yeah, right. that was actually the when I watched it the first time. The the vibe I got from it was: um, is this how it looks from a what? grown-ups do what parents do mm-hmm. uh-huh. through uh, a kid's eye best line in the movie i mean when, when they're I watching mean, when, when uh sheila and michael is it michael's the kid right yeah, okay. yeah when yeah. they're watching the parents play bridge they change yeah well, she says she says when they're yeah. when they're when they're alone they change yes that yeah. is such a cool creepy <clears throat> ass line yes. yeah because i was thinking that uh, i mean a lot of stuff we do as grown-ups mm-hmm. must look really really weird to small kids. Yeah. And the older you get, the less you really give a crap. So you're really willing yeah, to do course. some really bizarre stuff that for kids is horrifying. That yeah. That is like, like we do. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is really, really funny that you say that, Peter, because I watched this movie and the first scene, because up, up until about the middle, all of Michael's perceptions are really just him kind of being a doubting, uh, 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 dowdy young boy, depressive, and yeah. they don't show anything. The first time he actually, quote unquote, sees something is when his mom and dad are kind of rolling around, not nude. I mean, they're in their nope. 1950s underwear, mm-hmm. you know, which is pretty covered up oh, for wow. nowadays. But yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and when he when he, he sees them, they're kind of like, oh, oh, Michael, um, come on, honey, let's go back to bed. And I just remember thinking. If that was kind of an intimate moment uh, with me and my wife would that be exactly the same thing is that what he's seeing your kids would all see you covered in pig's blood yes jason (laughs) no they weren't when he saw i'm being a smart ass i know but no can i make a point that's one of my pieces of evidence did you notice they went out of their way when when he sees them and it almost had that gauzy dreamy like 
image yes, quality to it. They kind of buzzed it out like with yes, <laughs> yeah, like and her shot jaws. and her around her mouth. It would does exactly. Look, it didn't look bloody, but it was lipstick no. and it was like really spread out. But yeah. then when she came it's up perfect. to him, it was perfect again. Perfect. And it was Gone. like it was brighter than it had ever been. Now I I put forth they did that on purpose to show that's what she actually looks yes. like. And then later on, when he's envisioning what he saw in the the school counselor, then, yes, they're, they're covered in blood. And she's got blood all over her <laughs> mouth, and and then that's when Dad kind of looks at him, and it's dripping from him, oh, yeah. like he's been soaked yeah. in it. Yes, not what happened I at agree. all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the more I watch this, and as I got done after the movie was over, the more this movie screwed with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it does. You you don't really know. No, no, and and the whole thing when. At the very end, his parents are dead, and they make no transition, which, again, I love when they keep the viewers in the dark in this way. There's no transition of police showing up or none of that stuff happening. It's just him and his grandma and grandpa's very, very stereotypical log cabin (laughs) in the woods somewhere, which which his dad mentioned before when they were getting ready to move. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Go to the woods and live simply again, right? Yeah. So the, again, that could be in his head. Mm-hmm. And he seemed to be exactly the same, that very kind of dour. And then he says, Good night, Grandma. I love you. Good night, Grandpa. I love you. And how they kissed the camera. Yeah. That weird. was definitely point of view. And I love that. And at the end, end, the last scene is they leave him something on the side. I thought it was cookies or something. And then they pan over. It's a it's meat. Sandwich. sandwich. And that's what kind of clicked to me. He just has this thing against meat. Well, what it is, I think that, he, that just triggered. Yeah, he, he, he uses it because in his mind, they, they must be cannibals too. So they must be destroyed. Right. They yeah. must be stopped. Yes. Again, that goes yeah. back to making believe it's his head. Yep. That, that so. Because there's no yeah, reason for him to think that that was human. It looked like you know, a roast beef sandwich. Like some pork or a yeah. beef. Yeah. Looked good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Made Peter <Hunt>. again. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, uh, to go back to that point, if it's all in his head. You see, when he's walking down in the basement and see the the hooks and the cleaver mm-hmm. and 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 okay, so the leg. Uh, and w- but when the counselor is with him down there, there's not None a of sign that. of it. And, no, and maybe she goes up. She comes up to the window. There's a rat. She starts poking around, and a body falls down. Yeah. But when you but see them run up, yeah. But when you see them run up. Did you look in the, behind the, her in the window? There's nothing there. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I did see that. Yep. Yeah. So my guess yep. something startled her and then he ran away and she was afraid, oh, maybe I just scared him. Yep. If, assuming she's even there. I question whether she was even. Yeah. She may have dropped him off at the there. house and then left. And in his mind, she came in and he had this fantasy of killing her. Uh, that could be. Or the parents <laughs> killing her. The father came home and killed her, which then because justifies also- him at the end doing what he does. Because they also very easily set him up to be a, a classic serial killer when in school he was the oh, new yeah. kid. They said, tell us something new. And he said, yeah, put a can. cat in the oven mm-hmm. and then you peel its skin off and chew on its bone. It will make you invisible. But he yeah. said that not like a scared kid who had been mm-hmm. traumatized by freaking psycho parents. He said that like he was a serial killer psychopath. Yeah, very um, matter of fact. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Like he's done it before. Right. A couple and, of times. Or cutting people's hands off. And I mean, that whole thing he was talking about with. <laughs> it would burn forever. Yeah. Yes. Sheila. Yes. And his mom, at that point, she kind of looked at him like, 
uh, all right, good night. You know, like they're like almost like Randy Quaid and Mary Beth Hurt's characters were resigned to the fact that he was a messed up kid. And, and in they the fifties, there would have definitely been that, that idea of like, well, we, if we just don't talk about it, right. We have to hide. Yeah. There's yeah. no treatment, nothing. Right. Yeah. It kind, of, it kind of fits with what I have in my notes here. I wrote weird ass kid. <laughs> <laughs> and Peter's and Peter's insightful analysis boils down to the following weird ass, weird ass little kid. bastard <laughs> you don't go to therapy and psychologist bills no i cannot me. believe we're all on the same page i so f- came into this ready for a fight really i did man i was so ready for it <laughs> well, I, well in that case, i hated it <laughs> no, I didn't mean. I didn't care if you hated it. I figured when I came up with my little hoity-toity, ooh, look at you, wannabe academic BS about. Well, I believe this. Let's this, this, this go Freudian on this. I believe that the entire episode resides within the boys' noggin. <laughs> I think that has some validity because I actually went into this. You and I had not talked about it. Mm-hmm. And I'd never seen it. I went into this thinking it was going to be a horror comedy. And then when I watched it and within the first really 15 minutes, you realize that's not what it is. Not at all. Right. Uh Then afterwards, I was like, wow, that had a lot more to it. And I was surprised at it pleasantly. So at what it really was about. And I thought, God, I'd love to have this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Yeah. I was. I watched it uh, just a couple of hours ago, actually. Well, yeah. Gene, Gene Siskel is smiling from wherever he's at because he predicted. He actually loved it. He gave it thumbs up in the in their review. Wow. E- e- Ebert, hey, which is funny because Ebert and they even acknowledge that Ebert tends to have tended to have the more eclectic taste. Uh, yeah, but 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 he <laughs> the weird hate, stuff. Yeah, but he hated it. He just found it to be just depraved he said it was obviously meant to be satire but he wasn't sure what it was satirizing and he had all these issues with it siskel actually it was funny because siskel is like i i found it really funny i mean the way that they they're frying (laughs) up the meats and things and and ebert's staring at him like are are you serious (laughs) he looked at he looked at gene siskel like you looked at me when I said what I thought about a, a ta- assault on pre six thirteen. Well, if I could have looked at you, yes. Uh, <laughs> no, but but Cisco said he believed he, he, this is when the movie had just come out. He goes, right. I, he goes. I obviously didn't know how it was going to fare or not at the box office, but he said he goes. I pre, he goes. I think this movie will go on to become a cult film, and it has. I mean, it has a cult following. There are yeah. people that love yeah. this movie. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. It's not for everyone, this <laughs> get movie. it, get it, get it, Peter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see what you did there. It's an acquired day. Yeah, was, you, was you'll grow awesome. to love it. Your your mother, your mother did. Yeah, yeah. He, he said it's an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but see, again, they you'll never grow. said, you know, they never say no. What yeah. it is? It takes all kinds actually. of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. They never say that. No, no. They never say. They, Peter, you know no, what that no. was from, right? Because I'm going to have to go jump off a bridge if you didn't know what that was from. But say again. You, oh, sorry. It takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent's fritters. Oh, Christ. What the hell have I heard that before? Oh, haha. I stumped Peter. I stumped Peter. I'm sorry. Uh, um, there's a there's a little bell in the back of my head. Right Jason, Jason, you know? Uh, no, I'm waiting for you to jump off the bridge. <laughs> 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 it's motel hell my friend Ah, uh, yeah yeah okay 
That's a long ass time since I've seen that. Okay. I'll give you a pass, Mr. I've come up with out of a hundred some odd reviews, 98 that Joel's never seen. So anyway, <laughs> the impossible kid. Uh, oh, I, was, I actually looked that up on YouTube and watched a little bit of it. Oh my God. Was, <laughs> wow. It's, uh, that was something. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it the ladies a, were kind of hot and, <laughs> yeah, but it looked creepy when he. Oh was, God, uh, I know because he looks like he's three. <laughs> well, when I digress. So anyway, <laughs> back Wait, to track. What movie was that? Uh, it's called The Impossible <laughs> Kid. The Impossible. Kid. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one you did the review about. I haven't seen it. Oh no, it's don't. on YouTube, dude. Just watch the trailer. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> You'll love it. It's weird. You'll love it. <laughs> so I guess then we have all come down. So here, here's the new rating system. I think I have a great rating system, Jay. <laughs> on a scale of one to five late fee days. In other words, you've rented this from your local mom and pop video store. Oh, and you, or your local box of movies. Yes. And yes. you liked it so much, you're willing to keep it out one to five <gasps> days oh, beyond. So you're paying off the. V, the the uh the VHS rental store nerd. Yep. Oh, dude, you had this for like four days. Yeah. Yep. That's uh-huh. going to be fourteen forty eight on top of the two ninety five yeah. surcharge because well, you didn't rewind it. Why not just keep it one day, make a copy of it, and oh wait. Oh. I, um, I don't know how they do things in your part of the world, but over here, uh, that's just wrong. Uh, there were no pirates in our <laughs> country. Oh. Wasn't it just talk like a pirate day? Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. Oh, is that tomorrow? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, uh, one to five late fees. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I just I just came up with that. Uh, right now. You did. Literally, I just thought you did. that. <laughs> Damn, you're good. Uh, uh, no, as I told you, the meds wore off. It's magic. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so one oh, to five late fees. How much were you willing to pay to keep this movie out beyond when it's due? After you've seen it. Yep. So after yeah, seeing you rented it, it you watched it, but you're like, I, I like this so much. I've got to keep it out. Five would be, I like this movie so much. I'm willing to keep this thing out of five extra days. I've got to watch it that many more times. Now visualize you're a 15 year old kid with no kids, no wife, no life. And <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, you're in your college dorm room. Yeah, right. At 15. Um, okay, Doogie. <laughs> <laughs> when you were 15, I was in my college dorm room. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Good point. I'd give it four late fee days. Really? Nice. Yes. Yes. I'm kind of on the same page as you are, Jason. Even for late few days. Because yeah. I, I rented it online, which a lot of places, once you start watching it, you get 24 hours to watch it. If you pay for it, not like Netflix instant, but like you pay for it. Once you've paid, you have 30 days to start. But once you start, you have to watch it in 24 hours. I literally watched it and thought, damn it. I want to watch this tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so if it had been a little I, bit cheaper on the on the Amazon Prime instant video thing i i would have paid because i think it was 9.99 to buy it with, oh, oh to buy it you mean yeah yeah it was, it was a, a buck, buck 99, 99 to rent, rent it yeah yeah um <laughs> i i would give this uh i would give this four four late fee days okay yeah so uh, you, by then i would probably would have bought it so yeah or copy i mean yeah of course I'm with Jason here. Oh, or or should we say that the ultimate, the ultimate, if it's a five, yeah, five. Wait, wait, five means five is five. Yeah. Five. You kept it out so long. You're just going to play it off. Like you can't find it. it or that it got melted in your car and you're going to just pay for it. Remember back in the day, cause I've been with Netflix 
since they started, literally back in the in the, uh, in the early seventies. No, mid nineties. <laughs> When they started, I started with them. And it started with in the mid nineties. It didn't start in the mid nineties. You're high. Yeah. No, mid to early. Was it like no, 90? You, you're so old that you are getting your decades confused. No, I started. Uh, you keep talking. Early. You keep talking. I'm looking this up. Look There's no way in anyway, hell they started in the mid nineties. I've been with Netflix since 95, 96, since eight, 1982. Really? No, I'm joking, dude. I, I just okay. making that <laughs> Ass hack. I, <laughs> I, I, 96. I think 96 is when I started with Netflix and uh, no incentive, obviously any of that stuff, but there were movies that you would rent that if you wanted, you could go online and just say, I'm going to keep it. Yeah. What, you what are you going to do about a Netflix? Oh, ch- charge me money. <laughs> charge you like an extra 10 bucks or 15 bucks, whatever for that. So a five <laughs> rating on our new scale here would be a just keep it and buy it or outright. I just buy it. Hmm. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. You, you were a member before they were founded. (laughs) 96, 97. You're close. Oh, okay. 97. So it doesn't seem like he's been around that long. Yeah, but I, remember, I mean, I remember because there was another. Jason. No, Jason's been around since was it Methuselah? <laughs> Isn't that the one? <laughs> Gets my ass. He was my first child. No. <laughs> All right, hold on. Oh wait, no. You know, it started its subscription. Wait, 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 wait. No, it started its subscription-based digital distribution service in 1999. That's digital distribution service. No. Yes. It's it's subscription based, meaning like they sent you DVDs in the friggin' mail. They no. didn't do online in '99. I had DVDs from Netflix in before they were actually seven. doing it. That's amazing. I'm not no, you're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> oh no, Wikipedia is wrong because that's what it Wikipedia says. Wikipedia is wrong. Okay. I remember. I remember. Yeah, because at your them. age, you could not possibly get '97 and '99 screwed around there. That, <clears> that, that was like last year. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like last year. <laughs> Back me up, Peter. It feels like last year, right? Right? <laughs> I can hardly remember last night. <laughs> so what was your rating, Joel, please? Well, was he, well Peter kind of left it up in the air there. Peter, g- give us a definitive. How many days would you keep this bad boy out past your due date? No, no, no I was I'm on the, the same page as uh, Jason Four. I would say, yeah, I, would say uh, I guess we're not going to allow ourselves half days. No, solid full days okay. because none of those services charge you half. Okay, okay. So I would only say solids. I would say right. yeah, only solids. Yeah. <laughs> I would say three. I would keep this one out three okay. extra days. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot. a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. And I'd say we have to give a caveat to our rating. There has to be an exception for I would ask for my goddamn money back. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, yeah, I think what we'll say is a one is that that's that's how we'll say we'll say a one, a one day rental. Yeah, one day rental, because back back in the day, you kept movies out usually longer than a day. Like you would get them for what, three ish anyway. Yes, you your rent- fee yeah. was yeah. for like. Yeah. Uh, so one day means you hated it so much that you're you're asked pretty much to get back in your car and took it back, <laughs> threw it yes. down on the counter and said, you dang it, to- <laughs> where are them Emmanuel movies at? I want one of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, showtime in the early nineties. Oh, Red two o'clock Shoe in the Diaries, morning. late night. Oh, Skinamax, I miss yeah. you. <laughs> Do you ever see a movie called Taking It Off? 
<laughs> no. I always remember like that one or Hard Bodies 2 would be on. Oh, yeah. I remember Hard Good Bodies. Times. Good times. Yeah, yeah. I never saw the second one. Oh, that no. One, so yeah. the third one was much better than the second one. So this guy. <laughs> was there a third one? <laughs> I have no one idea. One of them had Malachi from Children of the Corn in it. I think it was the first or second. You know, the really? first one was, the first one, Hard Bodies, was actually scripted as a porn movie. That doesn't surprise me considering the title. <laughs> Me neither. When I read it the first time, but it was more like, hmm, nah. really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that good of a movie, anyway. But hey, we were young. Yes, yes, gentlemen. Yeah. Well, it has been almost a solid hour into this first episode of the 2013 Spooky Flicks Fest. Can I, I just, believe can we I just mention one thing. Yes, please do. The hand in the sink. Oh, oh fucking creepy was that? But, was but, but also, that was a nightmare. Like we knew that was a nightmare, but yeah, that was but, that was so one that of made the, it less creepy. No, 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 no it was still it was, creepy. It was disturbing <laughs> as hell. It was one of only yeah. two scenes. Yeah, aside from okay. seeing very innocuous gray kind of uh, corpses in the morgue. Yeah, like it normally would be. That was one of only two scenes you actually saw dismembered body parts. Yeah, because of the leg, that, and then the leg hanging from the meat hook. Going for the shock effect or something. Yeah, I mean it, that that scene surprised me. I thought. That was where the rest of the movie was going to go when I saw that, but yeah, it, it, it just left it at that. Yeah, that was nasty. That was the hand coming out of the garbage disposal, disposal, oh, kind of jumping yeah. around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and by the way, what the hell was up with those sausages at that? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And now think about it. he was sitting there watching his mother, and all of a sudden the sausages yeah. come to life, a la Dead Heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, and they he doesn't react to them. Boom, he doesn't respond. It's like, yep. This is like a beautiful mind, man. This is like, <laughs> he's like a paranoid schizophrenic. I'm serious. Yeah. I he's see just watching them out of the corner of his eyes. <laughs> I and then the mom them. opens the door. There's nothing yeah. there, right? There's there was that six. Yeah. She opens the it door. Is it sense. Yeah. Yeah. This yep, is a it. very screwed up, messed up sixth sense. Yeah. And unlike major spoiler alert if you have not seen an american haunting starring donald sutherland though please let me spoil it for you because that movie sucks <laughs> i haven't seen it la 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 you've never seen it really no, this no, is I've, seen, we, no I've seen it no. yeah i know peter's seen it jason this is what i told you about that pissed me off because in the end it turns out the whole thing oh it was all yeah okay wait spoiler alert yeah it was all like in her head it was just a yeah uh, like the father had been trauma. sexually abusing yeah, her or yeah, something and that's how she dealt with it yep yep what okay. a freaking bullshit <laughs> i was so mad i wanted to throw my did that because that's insulting because basically it means you know, nothing else matters this whole movie doesn't even matter it, but see no. whereas parents is different because in parents the whole movie you're questioning well could this be his head and yeah. then you come away from it still going i i, I yeah it could be real could have been in his head Dang. yeah yep yeah no, I, I agree. Still no actually I, I, I don't know yeah you can't definitively say i mean no. my 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 theory no. is it was <clears throat> i still say it was I'd have to agree with you, but I do like that the movie never explicitly spells no, it out. It never for says that. Yep. It never actually says that. So, yeah. All right. So, gentlemen, movie picks. <laughs> After that creepy music cue <laughs> that I'm sure showed both of your bones as you heard it, I'm, I'm, shiver I'm still shivering. Yes. Don't forget to put it in. <laughs> Well, I, oh, I, 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 I never forget to put it in. Don't Jason. forget to put it in. Oh, you'll know it's in, Jason. <laughs> you'll, you will know, I'm sorry. my friend. Is it in yet? Is it? Is it what? Stop tickling me! What are you doing? 
<laughs> this, wow, I'm gonna have nightmares. <laughs> so Peter pieces of liver and yeah. live sausages. <laughs> yes. Peter, what is your for the love of God movie pick? Uh, I actually had two, but I changed the one and went with Sandy Dennis. And who's afraid of Virginia Woolf? You so you it? went the pretentious route. Interesting. <laughs> but have you seen it? That's that's a f- yeah. Dysfunctional. Can we even spell that? Dysfunction- <laughs> Dysfunctional. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you seen that? You seen it? I, I have. I have never seen it in its entirety. Uh, it's. 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 I know it's Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor, correct? Yep. It's. It's a bunch of middle-aged, well-to-do white folks sitting around yelling at each other, as I recall. Uh, two couples. Sandy Dennis uh, plays okay. Honey. She plays um, the 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 wife of uh, and the other couple. When I when I was going through my spate of i have to see every movie that all the foo-foo critics say you have to see this was on my short list just never got to i got to like things like ingmar bergman's virgin spring and you know i got to i got to like the pawn broker with rod steiger i got through a bunch of stuff this was not one of them but i have yeah i'm familiar with it so it's it's uh, uh i don't know it's it's damn man they hate each other and still can't live uh, and still can't be a part hmm. which was more or less kind of in real life i am how many, how many times were they married ah. richard burton and taylor six seven times to each other or other people no to each other they yeah. married each other six or seven times yeah i think so it, it, the movie is kind of well exaggerated but i think make I up your freaking that, mind good God. <laughs> well, well, no, I'm more it's, it's I'm more Sandy. flabbergasted right now that you didn't pick nine seven six evil. <laughs> oh. That's easy. You do that. <laughs> you, you have to pick something out of the ordinary. Okay. Okay. Well, then that case, speaking of out of the ordinary, Jason, <laughs> what's your pick? Good pick, by the way, Peter. I probably should have had that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Much more highbrow than we, uh, I'm sure, either have one of us ever have ever picked on this show ever. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's so, okay. So. <laughs> don't let it happen again. I don't want to be a foo-foo. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> I can't get that image out of my head. Um, so I went with the... Uh, um, I went with the guy that put together the original music for uh, this film, mm-hmm. Jonathan Elias, mm-hmm. and he also did compose music for a lot of movies that we've covered, some really fun movies. He did Leprechaun 2. Uh, uh, he did um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But I settled on, because of the theme of this movie, he also did Children of the Corn. Mm. Um, ah. So I went with Children of the Corn, which is kind of this messed up kids movie who – They've taken over the town. They're these demonic people. And I I love and hate this damn movie because when I was a kid. <laughs> I, I know why. <laughs> please, sir, tell me why I hated this damn movie. Could it be that you had a certain resemblance to somebody <laughs> in it? <laughs> yes. Hey, yes, hey, it is. if you're Isaac, can I please be Malachi? I will, to- I will totally put on a carrot top like wig. <laughs> so here's here's the dork that I was in school. You should. I had a 
I had (laughs) one of the many examples. (laughs) I had a girl one time tell me I look like the children of the corn in, I was like middle school or well, back then it was junior high. She kept calling me Malachi. And I corrected her. <laughs> no, dumbass. It's Isaac. I'm the leader. The redhead. I don't look like the redhead. I am Isaac. <laughs> no, you, you you didn't get his jowls until you were like 22, 23. I hate my life. No, <laughs> no you, you, you want to talk about missed opportunity. If you're already an outcast, here's the key, kids. I hope all the kids listening understand this right now. If someone <laughs> accuses you of looking like the supreme leader of the killer children and children of the corn, the guy who communicates with he who walks behind the rose, this is very simple. Dress your happy ass up exactly like that creepy son of a bitch and stare at them all day long. They will never, ever talk shit to you again. No, Promise. but please kids don't ever bring a, a little sickle. Uh, oh, don't bring sickle. You can't even bring pay, you know, toenail clippers anymore. So no, don't, don't, no, nothing like that. Just that hat, that little Amish looking hat. And just yes, that black, and just that black preacher Johnny Cash looking get up, and- which is part, which is part of the reason why I picked this movie is because it kind of had the same look that Michael did in this in the movie Parents. It's that same look of deadpan. Mm-hmm. I could kill you and gut you and wouldn't change my facial expressions. Yeah, kind of look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, definitely deadpan in the movie. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't. No, I don't think so. <laughs> At the oh. very end with the grandparents, that's the only time I think you oh, ever yeah, saw yeah. a little bit where he seemed to look like, I love you, grandma. Like he's trying. Like he's trying to I force know. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it seems forced. Yeah. Right. But not in a bad acting way. More like a. No, 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 just no. Just like, like character there's, there's, was forcing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I picked Children of the Corn, which is a couple years before. It was 1984, but uh, same, same composer, same uh, score. So, Excellent. anyway. Excellent choice. Good, I like that pick. movie. I, so uh, your I, I actually, <laughs> I your actually, your holiness. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer that. Yeah. <laughs> I can thank Peter because he helped me change my pick within the last 30 to 40 minutes. <laughs> uh, I, cause I'm pretty sure the pick <laughs> I had was 1988. No, 1986 <laughs> actually. Oh, okay. You, and, so you didn't go with nine, seven, six evil. No, I did not. No. Ah, uh, Okay. I went because he brought up Angelo uh, Badalamente. How you like that? Huh? What's up? Uh, and and hey, because he did not just doing? do Twin Peaks. He did several David Lynch movies. And because I brought yeah, this I one up earlier, you know where I'm going with this, don't you, Peter? Go, go. I, I may be, I may be trumping your foo-foo-ness with this pick. Oh, Jesus. Blue Velvet, 1986. Blue Velvet. But oh, I picked. Excellent pick. Thank you. Mommy! <laughs> Uh, we are going to cover this movie next year. Uh, I haven't seen this thing in freaking years. I only remember really the scene with Dennis Hopper and that damn oxygen <laughs> mask and Kyle McLaughlin <laughs> hiding in the closet. And he's between Isabella Rossellini's legs. <laughs> Mommy. <laughs> Mommy. Yeah. So the premise is this. The, I'm going to do the Imdaba. Uh, premise because keep it short the gruesome discovery of a severed human ear he found in a field leads a young man on a dark and dangerous journey into a dark we already said that into a dark and sinister underworld that exists in his hometown 
Yeah, that's a freaking understatement. Uh, it also has uh, <laughs> Isabella Rossellini, like I said, Kyle McLaughlin, Dennis Hopper, Laura Dern. Mm. Yeah, Dean Stockwell's in it. I mean, it's it is classic Lynch. Classic. Lynch. So if you if you've yeah. never yeah if you if you're not familiar with David Lynch, what you want to do is start off with something really really on the edge with him to get you ready for this movie, like The Straight Story. Or <laughs> that, that was a joke for anybody. Uh, uh, so yeah, start with The Straight Story, and then go with this immediately chased up with say uh, Eraserhead, and then you'll be set for the evening. That's. Uh, but please yeah. go with the mind cleanse and watch something uh, with with Kyle MacLachlan like I don't know Dune, which was <laughs> or, or or the Hidden or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I read somewhere about uh, Dennis Hopper and his gas sniffing uh, tank. You know, you know what? Which gas he wanted to use? <laughs> I can only he- helium. <laughs> that would have been awesome. I'm surprised David Lynch didn't let him do that. Yeah, he's the kind of director who would. Yeah. <laughs> mommy, <Humphrey>. mommy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that would have been crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow, and Brad Dorff is in that. Yeah, it's got a great guy, yeah, dude. It, it is. It is a I movie. It is. A, it is. It is a disturbing ass. And Jason, you've never seen it, right? Uh, no, no, no. I've seen the cover and I've actually heard of it, but I have not. Yeah, seen see, it's it, one so. of those kind of movies, and I, yeah. I mean, among true among true, you know, cinephiles, I think this is obviously not a forgotten flick. It's considered a classic. No, no. But I say certainly based on our criteria. Oh, certainly, yeah, yeah. This would be I one. Be, I think it'd be fun if we do a couple quote unquote higher brow movies just to prove fun. what to, yeah, to prove fun. what geniuses we really aren't. Fun. <laughs> oh, but the mu- the music in Blue Velvet is uh, is great too. I oh, have yeah. the CD, right? so uh, it will I'm blow your mind. Fan. So, what's the connection uh, again? Uh, because uh, Angelo Badalamenti. Angelo Badalamenti. Oh, right, right, yes, right. Who did, did the uh, score in Parents? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Twin Peaks. Yeah, gotcha. Yep. Mm. So, I believe we have mm. all of our picks in. We've picked our picks. We picked our picks, yeah. So, of course, picks have been picked. Yes, J- uh, Jason. Before we go into all the great stuff, do you want to tell them what we've got up uh, for them next week? Because this <gasps> October we have a Forgotten Flicks episode coming out every week for the Spooky Flicks. Fast, 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 fast. This is only the beginning. Beginning. <laughs> yeah we're kicking off with the horror comedy which turned out to be the darkest movie we've seen in years yeah, so, yeah. Oops. it's only yeah. going down Oops. freaking hill from here yeah. um yes we've got some no, amazing not. stuff coming up uh amazing stuff the rest of our i forget what order they're in well, i know the, the other the, four the, that we've got the, the next movie we're doing is the fun house oh, peter, oh peter, the fun peter, house. peter peter what were you gonna say i heard you say you know yeah i know yeah go, go. yeah what is it I've, I've listened to off script today. Whoa. <laughs> I know we're doing Funhouse. Yeah. Which both yep. you and I have talked about. We, we really wanted to do. We will be joined. Uh, we will be joined uh, by. Oh, fuck. If I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was very honest. Uh, th- th- uh, uh, by Mr. Dave Becker of DVD Infatuation and, and possibly oh, Mr. Jason Piles of Movie Podcast Piles, Weekly. Yes. So. I'm not going to be oh, here next week because. Yes, uh, because those two alone are smarter than two of me. So two of them together, I think you and I should just turn on the record button and sit back and just listen. Well, I sort of I, figure you and I together would equal at least, I don't know, yeah. uh, one cerebral cortex. I, I, I figured yeah. we'd have something going. 
Not so much. One so, medulla oblongata, which I just like to say. <laughs> the fun house is a, a good one. I've yeah, never seen like, it. You've never seen it. I, my, one of my few Toby Hooper movies, dude. I saw friggin' his in, Invaders from Mars remake at the theater, for God's sake. I've seen, oh, I've even oh, seen Eaten oh. Alive. I think this is, this and his hippie movie he made before Chainsaw Massacre are maybe the only two movies. Oh, The Mangler. I, I avoided. I just, I couldn't bring myself to see that. But yeah, it wasn't that good. No. Read this short story. Wait, was that the, the one that had the movie poster of the guy holding the head with the long hair? The Mangler? Yeah. No, that's the one about the killer. Uh, uh, Mangler. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the, wasn't it? More or less, yeah. Oh, you're, oh, you're no, talking I, about Maniac. No. Well, maybe it was. Maniac. You're talking about Maniac. He's holding the woman's scout. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 My main. No, no. The, the Mangler is isn't it Robert England's in that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's based on a Stephen King short story, and it's basically the about... The short story. Uh, 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 yeah, the short story is actually pretty... Yeah, yeah short, short story. It's good as a four-page <laughs> short story, as a feature-length <laughs> film, not so much. It's basically a killer clo- uh, clothing press, or whatever the hell it's called, like a steam press. Right, right. Yeah. It's possessed, yeah. and it kills people. Yeah. It's just as bad as it sounds, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> well, and they've made, I... like, what, two sequels? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. Oh, God. So, yeah, so, so that'll be the next one, The Fun House. So that'll be the next one. And then coming up, our third our third installment uh, will be one we've already mentioned. We will be talking about, no, it's not a dream. Phantasm. Yeah, boy. Uh, um, and that'll be with Doug McCoy. Doug yep, McCoy. Doug yep. McCoy. And that's going to be our actually our earliest film of uh, this season from 1979. We're going to be covering Phantasm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Yeah, for the for the week before, we're gonna get you ready to take the kids out and to get some candy. We're gonna cover Trick or Treat. Now, not the anthology film from the two no. thousands. No, this is oh, from. Forgot this, one thing. What? Who's doing a uh, Phantasm with you? I said Doug, you Doug McCoy. Yeah, Doug McCoy. Yeah. Oh, you said. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah Doug McCoy. Sure. We've had on before. Yeah, he's a fellow podcaster. Yep. Yep. Um, so we're doing trick or treat, uh, from 1986. There are two movies out there. So make sure you get the right one. Um, with who Joel, your favorite little boy, your favorite cute little boy with the feathered hair. (laughs) What the hell are you talking about? Trick or treat. Oh, I thought you guys to be like, who's doing it with us? I'm like, what the F (laughs) who's in it? (laughs) Oh yeah. Skippy from Family Ties. Mark to- Price. I am, yeah, dude, I'm jacked about this one. This is oh. the one that Hammond sent to us, and I finally was like, I've got to watch this. I feel bad. Hammond gave this to me, and I, I need to. I was like, oh, Hammond's awesome. So I popped this thing in. I'm 20 something minutes into this. I stopped it. This is like four or five months ago, Jason. I said, dude, I'm not watching this any further. You know why? We are so <laughs> doing <Say> this <laughs> for spooky. This is, this movie is awesome. Awesome. Uh, Just in the first 30 minutes. Yeah, I've seen the trailer several times. I've not watched the movie, but um, I'm getting ready to watch it to get to ramp up for it. So that's right before uh, that's the week before Halloween. And of course, our super special event is always our Halloween night Mm -hmm. uh, event or at least closest to it. And this year it's the night before Halloween. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are doing this year the Exorcist Part three. Now we're doing this for a reason. Before you start saying we're diving into deep sequels just because we've this got is nothing actually, better. <laughs> yeah, because why couldn't you've done The Exorcist or The Exorcist Two? Mm-hmm. First of all, if you said that last line, to hell with you. Stop yeah. listening to the show. Yeah, you are here. a heretic. <laughs> but <laughs> no, because we're trying to be a little more forgotten. 
but also movies that we think you know have potential. So uh, this is one that our recollection is was it a, creeped me the hell out. The scary ass movies. Yeah. Yeah, he's got George yeah. Scott. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil anything, but there is a scene of that that made me dude. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Long hallway nurse closing up for the night. Oh, uh, just just. Oh, my God. Holy oh, my God. That, that's I think one I know of the most scary things I've ever seen. Just, it's, 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 there's nothing to it. Up, I, I rewind that scene over and over again when I first saw the movie. It scared just, the piss out that, of me. Now, wait a second. Is that the one you sent me just a clip of? That yes. Scene? And the nurse yeah. is walking away. And he scared the crap yeah. out of you, yeah. You know, you know, I watched this uh, when I was young, mm-hmm. or younger. <laughs> uh, we were living in a house outside. It's it's It was dark outside of Klippan, uh, a couple of miles. Uh-huh. No street lights, gravel road. I was by myself in a big house when I watched this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of sleep that night. That's that scene alone. Yeah, that was and that's when, that's when all the animals decided they were going to start scratching at the windows, Howling. and then, <laughs> and then suddenly goes silent. Their yeah. branch falls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thump would be me fainting. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so or taking a dump. Yeah, uh, and of course, so we're gonna go. We're going to go full creep factor on the night yes. before Halloween with Exorcist 3. And, of course, uh, it wouldn't be our Halloween episode without uh, Daryl Taylor, mm-hmm. who has joined us on our last two mm-hmm. Halloween nights, uh, Spooky Flicks Fest Spectaculars. Um, it wouldn't and, be without him. Yeah, so he he is a fantastic guest. We've had him many times, one of our favorite uh, uh, fellow movie geeks to have on. But he's going to be joining us for Exorcist 3. So, don't forget, check those movies out before you watch and or before you listen and uh, uh, get ready for the fear factor that is Spooky Not Flicks. Not the TV show, because that show was horrible. No, no. <laughs> we don't eat gross stuff. Well. Peter does. Yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> That's debatable. <laughs> so, uh, Jason, uh, before we go out with all of our contact info, I think we owe a big debt of gratitude. If nothing else, just for smarting up the podcast with Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf for like five minutes. <laughs> we owe a big debt of gratitude to our buddy, our compadre, our amigo, our, how would you say it in uh, in uh, your native tongue, Peter? You're talking to me or Jason? Uh, our J- big daddy? I know if I, yeah, exactly. If it was Jason, I was talking to him, would be like, our, 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 yeah. our dude, our cousin. fellow dude. Cousin. Yeah, our cousin, yeah. Well, yeah. No worries. Our cousin from up north. Yeah, <laughs> you did that pretty well, Peter. Uh, yeah. No, 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 I'm trying to figure out what the hell is a, is a friend in Swedish. I'm sure I can't say it, but friend, uh, Ven. 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 That's a that's a that's a close friend. You know what's fun when somebody who speaks a, another language really well tells you what the word is, and then you say it back to them, and you hear it in your head like you said it perfectly the way they said it to you, and they're like, no, 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 no. Vin no, no. and you say and they go they go no no Vin no. and you go Vin and you and, you're, and they, it, it just keeps escalating from there. That is fun. Ah. <laughs> and I'm standing there yelling, "No, God damn it!" <laughs> I'm crying. I'm trying to say it. Damn it, Vin like a Vin number on a car. I don't know Vin <laughs> Diesel. Is it like Vin like Vin Diesel? <sighs> <laughs> So yes, yeah, so Peter, thank you so that. much for joining us. Oh, always, oh, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. And of course, I love doing this. and you can find Peter on Twitter. 
You are, uh, is it under, yeah. is it Peter underscore Nielsen? Is that your? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Yep. Underscore Nielsen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, and he is a full half of the content on Forgotten oh, Netflix. Yeah, at least. At <laughs> least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, check out his uh, retro reviews on the uh, ForgottenFlix.com. I have some good ones coming up this. Oh, yeah. This October. Some yeah. good ones. Need some good ones. Some good ones. Good ones, y'all. That's what you got to say. I'm starting out with a comedy, too. Yeah. So, uh, oh. <clears throat> I, I'm looking forward to your, your Halloween uh, spectacular. So. For all we Thank know, you, your 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 reviews will be the movies we're covering next year. I, you know, it's possible. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's where I'm going to get all my ideas from, Peter. I'm not saying I'm that lazy, but I'm that lazy. No. And and I'm not going to say I'm upset about the fact that you covered Krull, uh, and we're still. I'm trying to convince Joel that we're going to do that movie. I remember that's watching that movie a lot when I was a kid, along with Beastmaster, and I have a feeling. Uh, don't read his review before we cover it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I did. I already read it. I kind of have to, you know, because ah. I put it on the site and. Well, he puts them yeah, on the site now, I but I do go through them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't spoil that much, did I? Nah, no, no, I'm no. trying to spoil it. No. Yeah. <laughs> and before we end this first episode of the 2013 Spooky Flicks Fest, we, of course, want to thank Midnight Syndicate, who were generous enough to allow us to use their incredible music for the intro that played at the beginning of this episode. We want to thank them so much, and you... Of course, can check them out at MidnightSyndicate.com. They just had a fantastic album. We've mentioned it before, I think, on Off Script. We mentioned the Monsters of Legend CD that they had come out, the album. The album dropped. So check them out. We will, of course, link them up in the show notes. But we wanted to thank them for being so generous and allowing us the use of their music. And, of course, a big, big horror host shout-out to A. Ghastly Ghoul for the incredible intro that we played at the beginning of this episode so thank you so much you can find out more about him on the show notes of this episode this is episode 98 so go to the website and check that out and you'll see links to both his facebook page and his website great guy great great guy who's really generous with his time to to put that together for us so, so thanks again to to a ghastly ghoul all right jason so you want to hit him with a little uh, contacty sort of knowledge yes by all means hit us up on forgottenflicks.com you can find my stuff Joel stuff and most importantly Peter stuff on there uh, you can find us on iTunes please give us a review especially around Spooky Flicks Fest uh, we get a lot of cool uh, uh, people on the show and a lot of good content we cover and we'd love to get some more exposure out there um, you can also find us on Twitter at Forgotten Flicks or you can find me at Flicks Sidekick and then of course as always you can find us on Facebook because I think everybody's on there I think even the Pope has a freaking account there so uh, find us on Facebook <laughs> Uh, we have a page and a group. So if you want even deeper shenanigans, yeah. like you want the inside DVD extras of Forgotten yes. Flicks. And it is a closed group, so that way we keep the free spammers ranks. out, which apparently they can still get in because I don't pay close enough attention when I say, sure, um, this, oh, okay. this, this, young, this young lady would like to join. Oh, wait, why does it say all over her profile, he's updated his profile pic? Huh, that's weird. Wait, he has no <laughs> friends. Huh, that's weird. Oh, he's spamming us. Never mind. He's lying. We just want you to beg to join the group. That's yeah, all. No. Please, You'll please get in. Add me. <laughs> we, all, we all did. We did. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> so, gents, before we go out with the creepy music that totally exists at this point, <laughs> any final words? God, we've done so much work for this. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I think I'm going to go out and fire up the Weber and see what I can pull out.
and cook on the grill. <laughs> I think you should count the links of your packed sausage myself. But Peter, what were you going to say? I have no comment to that. <laughs> <laughs> I might join you, actually. <laughs> Come on over, You're going to go count his links? Oh, like sausage that. vest. Come yeah. on. <laughs> He'll wrap his yeah. sausage around your leg. Whoa. Just like in the Ooh. movie. Like in the movie with the kid. It was around his neck. It's all, it was around his legs, too. Because <laughs> that's how I roll. <laughs> sweet, sweet memories you gave of me. You can't beat the memories you gave of me. Take one fresh and tender kiss. The memories you gave of me. At one stolen night of bliss One girl, one boy Some grief, some joy Memories are made of this Don't forget a small moonbeam in lightly with a dream Your lips and mine Two sips of wine Memories are made of this Then at the wedding bells The one house where lovers dwell Stir carefully through the days See how the flavor stays These are the dreams you will savor With his blessings from above You can't beat the memories you gave One man, one wife, one love, through life, man, memories are made of this, memories you gave me, man.